looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want, and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And here is the winner (laughs) of yesterday's Eurovision 2017, Salvador Sobral. I'm already bored. I can't even I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. I'm already like, I'm devastatingly bored right now. Oh, God. I'm so angry. Can I turn this off? You got to turn it off. Oh, that's his sister. She like wrote it, so she gets to sing. Anyways, whatever. He has a heart condition. It's fine. Okay. So yesterday was Eurovision. Um, the most and iconic Romania. day of Romania the year. Romania was robbed. <laughs> Wait, can I play the Romanian song quickly? Let's play the Romanian song as many times as it takes to fill up half an hour. Okay, I'll just I'll just play it on repeat until I until you guys fully understand how fantastic it is. You know, as compared to that slog. <laughs> you know? Romania really takes you on a journey because it starts off and you're like, "What the hell is this? Why is this happening?" and you sort of hate it, but by the end you are in love with Yodelit. Yeah, you're you're like, whoa, a yodeling song? This is like so cheesy. Eurovision's so cheesy. How how bad? And then you're like, wait, this is catchy, weird, interesting, like campy, perfect. Hold on, let me play it. Hold on. You're like, oh, is this a pop song? This sounds great. And then you hear her yodel. <laughs> okay. We can... <laughs> My favorite thing about this singer is that she sounds like she's yodeling when she's just singing normal words. Like she's not that good of an actual singer. She's just a really good yodeler. So when she sings, she sounds like she's in her upper like yodel register, register but yeah. just doing like an impression of a normal singer. Oh, I love this song so much. It's really great. I can't wait till it's on Spotify. <laughs> I think it is, honestly. Already? Yodeling? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is because these songs have been in competition for a long time now because every country has to vote their own. They do their own internal competitions for the songs for Eurovision and then they do semifinals and then finals. So it's been like a journey for all of these songs. 
Like a lot of the um, songs are charting. Like the the song that Italy um, submitted is charting in Italy, apparently. Oh, that's good. Well, how hard is it to chart in Italy? That's rude. <laughs> so yesterday was Eurovision. It was on a logo, now airs it in the United States. They have exclusive rights. It's I cannot recommend it enough to watch it. I don't When Logo makes bad decisions, they make horrendous decisions. But when Logo makes good <laughs> decisions, they're the best decisions in the world. <laughs> That is so rude. You mean to give up RuPaul's Drag Race? To give too? up, they gave up RuPaul's Drag Race, but then they were like, you know what? We're getting Eurovision. That's so smart. I mean, th- this happened. I think they got Eurovision last year or the year before for the first time, and it was such a duh moment. Like it's so duh. People have been streaming it illegally from you know Europe for years, and I think like. I know that it's we're not involved in it, but it really could become like an American thing. Like it could be be part of our culture too. We could Did watch it, it and enjoy it. Oh my it. god, states! Oh my god, it'd be so much fun. Please, the the semifinals are like Montana versus Idaho versus Texas versus New York versus the District of Columbia, and that's like controversial. It's just it's one of the best. It's one of the most interesting pop culture things of the international world in that it the was international cre- world it was created to unify the countries after world war ii like how insane is that it was created mm-hmm. as like a ploy it's to propaganda. like bring unity and if you actually it's total propaganda because if you watch it now it's like this year it was like celebrate diversity like, diversity yeah v- right and meanwhile it's in ukraine russia won't compete because they hate ukraine a lot of countries are like have to drop out when they can't afford to like enter. The and, send it, send their people, yeah. And the best part is like whoever wins has to host it. So next year, uh, Eurovision will be in Portugal, and I'm definitely going. Um, if you so you can tell when countries uh, can't afford to host the games or the show because they will just th- like they will enter a song that's like garbagey. So like our friend Jono, you might remember him from Whom? Whom's there? Whom? Whom that? Whom's there? Whom that? Whom? You might remember whom, him. He whom was, in it? He is a Europe. He's a Eurovision scholar, so he's like my go-to for any question I have. And he will like he'll know immediately when a country is like throwing in the towel. Just they want to enter, but they <laughs> they cannot host next year. It's like very complicated. There are so many things. Um, like this year I was watching, and um, people were booing Greece, and I couldn't <gasps> figure out people were booing Greece. It's like, is it because their like GDP is low or something? <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I could not figure it out. And Jonna was like, no, that's because every year uh, Cyprus and Greece give each other 12 points no matter what, no matter how good or bad they are. So Uh, it's like this insider trading situation. I mean, there's a lot of it's a lot of like alliances, a lot Um, of alliances. So I was trying to think of the other example that we were talking about when we were watching it together on Thursday. Usually like. Belgium and France vote for each other this year. They did not really do that. But I always, that's the example that I give where it's like countries that are friends will vote for each other, no matter how good or bad the songs are. But what's cool is that ever since last year, they're doing a new thing where they have the juries that vote for each other. Like they'll be, it'll be like, hello, I am, I am Sven from Sweden. This is Sweden calling. (laughs) And we are giving 12 points to Norway. And that's like the funny part because you have like these Ryan Seacresty people from every country and you like can kind of learn. Oh, that's the best. Because like all of their all of their most iconic like DJs yeah. and hosts. So it was funny because yesterday we were watching it and Christine was here and she just went to um, 
Ireland on vacation. And when the Irish guy popped up, he was like, hello, this is X from Ireland. She's like, oh, that's the morning host. That's the guy who hosts the morning show. So it's, <laughs> it's these hyper local celebrities that call in and do the votes. But anyways, my point is, is that this this year or last year, they changed it so that the audience votes and the jury votes are separate. So they do the jury votes first and then the audience votes, it goes in order. So the audience oh, will vote. Good. And then by the order, you get a certain amount of points. So it can really change the... Um, the like game. it can the game because like Romania was like literally one hundredth, <laughs> no one voted for them. But That's so sad. They were like trending on Twitter, so people were like, "Oh, they definitely aren't going to get a lot of audience points," and they ended up coming in like fifth or fourth because the they were so high up the votes that it bumped them really yeah. high up. So I was really I was happy for them. The reason it makes sense for us to be talking about Eurovision on Who Weekly is that. None of these people become thems ever. <laughs> like the only thems of Eurovision are Abba, Celine Dion. Abba and Celine Dion, that's it. You don't go into this really expecting to become a huge pop star at all. Like you can't. You would no, be crazy to because they never become a very pop stars. regional. It's a very regional, region specific talent show. I mm-hmm. like to liken it to Miss America or Miss USA because yeah. what ends up happening is you become very regionally successful and you end up traveling around and performing like they interviewed yeah. the woman who won last year is named like I think Kamala or something Kamala and she sang this song she's a Ukraine artist and she sang this song called like 1945 that was like very dark and definitely about the war and everyone was like <laughs> whoa but it won and political stuff usually sometimes does peek through like this Portugal song is not political and very sappy so I don't really know what people were going for this year but Kamala got interviewed at the semifinals they were like how's it been like what you been up to and she's like I've got so many gigs (laughs) (laughs) and I was like yes I know that her English is not good that's probably why she said it like that but what I'm saying is I think it's like you go on a tour. Jamala sorry Jamala Jamala oh sorry Kamala I think Kamala is the star of a reality show called polyamorous married and dating that aired on showtime <laughs> i've got so many gigs oh i've got so many gigs so it was just <laughs> i think it's it's very regional talent show what i also love about eurovision is that in the more recent years i could talk about this forever um it's been really changed because a lot of the entrants for the contest are regional winners of x factor and the voice so like uh-huh. It, that's really those shows have changed the way and that those shows are works. bigger in Europe than they are here they're huge and there is an X Factor and a voice for every country you've never heard of I mean down if you go on YouTube and you search like something cover you will find most of the videos that are mostly have a lot of the views it'll be from Serbia's Got Talent absolutely it's yeah. unbelievable it's so fun to watch to try and guess who the judges are and then Google them like who are these people it's the most fun exercise in like learning about other cultures that you could ever have so these winners of these regional contests will go to eurovision but what also is funny is that i don't think you have to be actually from the country it doesn't have to be where you were born to enter for eurovision like celine dion is from canada but she entered for switzerland somehow um we should move on (laughs) you sure yes (laughs) Lindsay, guess how long we've been talking about Eurovision. I'll well, tell you, spoiler, 12 minutes. I can see it's been 12 minutes. I 12 love minutes. It. I love it. So I I really, like, I love it. I, It's really just taken such a, like, cool place in my life where I just look so forward to it. And I definitely need to go next year. Yeah. Um, we should go. I want to go. It's Meet in Portugal. It's in Portugal. That's like, beautiful. why wouldn't we go? Quick flight. Quick flight. You will drive us. Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. 
So Lindsay, I was I'm not sure if you knew this. This may be a complete surprise to you, but did you know that Friday was National Hummus Day? I had no idea. Well, you know, uh one of our faves knew all about it and spent the entire day celebrating. Who? Leah Michelle. Oh my god. You're telling me Leah Michelle celebrated National Hummus Day? What did she do? I feel like I'm not going to give, you know, a succinct description of her day on Friday, so I'm just going to quote <laughs> just Jared. Um, and I'll tell you exactly what Leah Michelle did. The 30-year-old actress and singer has been heading coast to coast signing albums and giving some incredible performances, but took a deserved break in NYC. No. So so you know what she did? She stepped out to celebrate National Hummus Day with Sabra. No, this is not a break. This is a sponsored content. She did not take a break. This is her business. Their their headline was their headline was Leah Michelle stops to share a meal in the middle of her crazy Bye. schedule. Bye. I also f- This is the reason her schedule is so crazy because she's constantly sponsoring hummus. Can I play you a video that somebody took like a somebody captured somebody else's Snapchat of Leah Michelle at this Please. Sabra lunch. nothing more beautiful in the age of celebrity than like a sponsored like event where you have pictures of a famous person posing nonsensically next to just brand stuff yeah so if you go to which i'm so happy the getty images um page where leah is at the sabra dipping event an unofficial meal hosted in nyc celebrating national hummus day hosted by leah michelle and sabra dipping company at astor place i don't not know why we were not invited to this so you have pictures of leah michelle dressed like very nicely oh she looks beautiful eating sabra standing in front of a sabra logo with like fake peppers in boxes like behind her um and just like loving the hell out of hummus you know? I love I love the like the set design behind them because it's like oh. all of the flavors get a dramatic representation in the background. Yes, like you've got in a box. The, the garlic stuff. Oh, the red pepper in a box. And Leah's happy to pose in front of all of them. The like the photo of her like eating, quote unquote, like dipping. Here she goes. The dipping one is so good. I love it so much. And she looks great. And she looks great. Um, and speaking of people promoting themselves and items. Uh, I don't know if you saw uh, that your Did I see? I don't know if did you, I see? I don't know if you saw that your best friend Jesse Tyler Ferguson has been in a long-winded relationship with Pepsid. <laughs> of course I saw this. Most recently, his tweet, I teamed up with Pepsid so I could seize mealtime moments like today at Madison Square Park with friends eating burgers heartburn free. Carpe dinner. Carpe dinner. Carpe dinner must be like a requirement for their tweet. Right. But what's great is that then I, um, I like click. I just searched Jesse Tyler, Pepsid. I want to see what else he. Um, yeah, had this is said. an incredible page. Um, hashtag ad. New York Pizza has my heart. Some great slices from Pepsid taste makers and follow Pepsid on Instagram and Facebook. Love it. With Pepsid, I'm celebrating local eats like fresh fruit and an NYC market. What are your faves? Pepsid taste makers. 
No hate on Jesse Tyler Ferguson for taking some Pepsid money, but it is definitely one of my favorite spawns in a while. Oh, yeah. We love we love celebrities who take money from brands. It's amazing. Also, like, nothing more I can relate to than getting heartburn after eating Shake Shacks in Madison Square Park. Like, oh my God. <laughs> if it were feasible for Lindsay and I to get money from Pepsid and just, like, be like, oh, we had a huge lunch, Pepsid, please. <laughs> That's the dream. It also, like, very nicely sets you up to be relatable, you know? Like, it's, oh, right. it's a great brand making. Like, oh, I eat trash. I yeah. eat trash. How like, about just you? Just like you, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So if you go to the bottom of your custom search for instances of Jesse Tyler being mentioned in the same tweet as Pepsid, mm-hmm. you'll get angry fans. Oh, how um, dare you? Uh, and then confused fans. What's a Pepsid? Is that an unanswered? And then there's... And then there's... Teaming up, that's Star Talk for getting a big check to promote Pepsid. Give us a break, Jesse. Not like, a I'm team. not trying to get him in trouble, but he missed the hashtag ad on a few of these. And, like, you got to do that. Yeah, I know, which that is a good segue to our next topic. But my favorite tweet <laughs> is from SteveStar87. Yeah. And he says, I actually want to see the context. So, oh, so, so in May 9th, 2016, Jesse Tyler Ferguson <laughs> tweeted, hashtag ad. Every Canada local knows the best hashtag hot tacos come from around the come from the street taquerias in East LA and Boyle Heights. Hashtag Pepsid test tastemakers. Hashtag GNO. I don't know what that means. And then Steve responds at Jesse Tyler. This is actually the first time I regret following you, and I will <gasps> never buy Pepsid <gasps> again. <gasps> well, they they lost two customers. I think GNO might be his ad, but I don't think that that counts because anyway, it's not even a thing um we're done obviously jesse tyler ferguson needs to take some tips from leah michelle who is the best at spawn con um clearly she literally there could be more no more spawn than leah spawning it's <laughs> so clearly spawn but it's perfect um speaking of jesse tyler ferguson can i just make the segue we missed like a very important thing that i oh laughed at so much that i we're now like a week or two weeks late but i don't care because every time i see the photo i'm like i get so happy <laughs> it's the best photo so I don't know if you guys remember. I mean, you do. It was just, it was so good. Oh, they remember. They a remember. few weeks ago, or maybe two at this point, I mean, really not that long ago, um, there was a modern family. This is why Jesse Tyler Ferguson is a good segue. We have a lot of good segues today. Um, One of our was, best days for segues. There was an event. Uh, I don't even know where it was. I think it was like some kind of upfronts related thing or something. Where Very the casual. Whole, the whole cast of Modern Family or most of them got together to do something. Very casual. Everyone's wearing jeans. Khakis. You know, the men are wearing collared shirts. Uh, the, that kid who's now like basically an adult is wearing a blazer. It's like very they casual. Look, and they look sort of like... It's not even nice casual. A lot of them look like they just like threw on something they were going to go to like the juice bar. Right. Like there's no skin showing. Everyone's got their arms covered basically. And then literally right in the middle, our girl, Ariel Winter, wearing what can only be described as like an Ariel Winter dress at this point. Because I think (laughs) that she has literally like changed the game in dresses because I only see these dresses on her. She Mm -hmm. is wearing a dress that somehow covers her neck. Part of her boob, maybe three fourths of her boob. Three. That, her well, that's lower, her favorite thing. Her lower. Her favorite thing is arm, to expose one fourth of her boob. Right. Her lower arms are covered. Then the bottom of her stomach, her vagina, and then the sides of her legs. So what is showing is full leg, like a sliver, slivers of upper thigh, upper stomach, and middle tit, and then shoulders. So it's like she is in like all out. Fashion Nova club gear. 
<laughs> and and then she's also like right in the front. She's literally like the star. And it's very like people were making memes because it's perfect. It was like when you like when you ignore the dress code or you know, yeah, or when like yeah. you <laughs> Some like real that wasn't even a good one, but be, like memes about you know what am I doing here memes or whatever. I mean right. she it's just it's the most perfect photo I've ever seen in my life. I love it, and of course, of course, and what I hate about this is because I love it so much with like pure love, but people like came for her because they were like, "What the fuck? You look like slutty." They were slut shaming her for wearing this like weird dress, and of course she had to like release a statement that was like, "My body, my choice," and it's like great like good she should have confidence and that's great but it's just like i don't know i hate the cycle of things yeah well i mean ariel winter's the queen of that cycle i know she there's is. nothing there's nothing she loves more than the having the opportunity to clap back yeah because she knows her clapbacks will get more coverage than most other people's clapbacks i know and now a week later poor ariel weekly apparently <laughs> and now a week later poor ariel winter is in a headline that says Ariel, who wore it best? Ariel Winter, J-Lo, wear the same dress a week apart, which is just fucking rude. It's it's rude to compare anyone to Jennifer Lopez. I know. I hate it. All right. We should move on because, like, we're ready. Okay. So this is a really... <laughs> Lindsay and I had the same thought. We were like, uh, do we even want to talk about this? Or should we keep... Like, should we keep it in or leave? But we actually have to talk about it because it's so funny. So... Yeah. Actress whose name we can't pronounce is now dating another who's Irish is now dating another well-known Irish star whose name we can't pronounce. pronounce. And it's the funniest thing in the world because I have never, it's Sheer, Sheer, Shorsha, Shorsha Ronan. Are you sure? Are you Shorsha? Are you Shorsha? It's Shearsha Ronan and Hosier. I can't believe you didn't laugh at it. You can't believe I didn't laugh at it? It's Sheersha Ronan. And Hozier. Uh, Star of Brooklyn and Atonement and Ho... I thought it was Hose, Hose, Hosier. Hosier. It's Hosier? I think it's Hosier. See, this is the point. The point is that... Hold on. I have never said either of those names. Okay, Lindsay, this typing is very loud. Okay, sorry. I'm tr- I'm, tr- I'm Googling how do you pronounce Hosier. You're going to have to listen to like a pronunciation thing. You have to no, actually wait, listen wait. to them say Hold it. On. Hi there, my name is Toby. It's 103.1 iHeart Austin and iHeartRadio. And I am here with Hosier. Hosier. Okay, great, we got it. Anyway. We're, we're debating. It's his own name, but debating, there are but several ways name. to pronounce it. So if you're pronouncing it Hosier, it's okay. Yeah. If you're yeah. pronouncing it Hosier, it's, it's okay, okay, right? It's whatever feels good. Yeah. I no, like that you're easy no, breezy like that. You're, you're not, shut up! Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, well, I hate God. him. I fucking hate him. Oh, cool. So anything's right. Great. That's so fucking rude. <laughs> it's just so. great because both of them have, have had this pop culture um, narrative where no one can pronounce their name. Like, Sersha, like, the joke is that no one can pronounce her name. I think it was the Golden Globes during the Golden Globe nominee announcements, or maybe the Oscar announcements, when yeah. she was nominated for Brooklyn. Dennis Quaid was doing the re- reveals of, like, oh, no. who was nominated. And he said, Shishaw. Brie Larson. Room. Rooney Mara. Carol. Shisha. Ronan. Brooklyn. She saw. She saw Ronan, but I think that's because they must have had like the phonetic uh, spelling on the thing, but yeah. he couldn't even understand the phonetic Shersha. spelling. Shersha, I think it's Shersha. Shersha. Yeah. Anyway, we should, well, we should get it right. I we've mean, never felt confident saying either of their names, and now we'll never feel confident saying their celebrity, you know, portmanteau name. Shersher. Wait, one second. Hosha. I'm gonna literally. I mean, I just. I what don't if it's want it's Hosher? To... It's Hosha. That's their joint name. Shearsher. It's Sersha like inertia. Sersha. 
Serger. Oh, Serger is their portmanteau. It's <laughs> Hosier. Serger. It's Sersha, like inertia. Sersha. Sersha. Okay. And he is Hosier, I think. Serger. 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 It's just funny because it's like, can you believe that Lil is dating Law? Like, I just. <laughs> I just don't want to say their names wrong, so I'll just like say kind of nothing at all. Shisha, Ronan. Shisha, Ronan. Shisha, Ronan. Shisha, Ronan. So Pentatonix is losing a member, which, which means one? I guess they're going to be um. What's for? What's the Greek? Uh, tetra. Tetratonics? Tetratonics. They'll be Tetratonics. <laughs> um, I still don't know them. Can I you still name don't know one them. of them? No. Can you name, can I, you name the honestly, first name of one of them? No, I can't. Uh, 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 Ke- Kevin. Kevin is one. Kevin Olusola. Olusola. Yeah, that's it. That's all I know. The other I ones are even, named... Please don't test me. Oh, my God. Scott, no, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, the other ones are named Scott Hoying. And the one okay. is named Avi, <clears throat> Avi Kaplan. Avi Kaplan. Mm, relatable. <laughs> to me, I'm Jewish. Um, So he wrote I this understood. long note about why he was leaving, but I still don't know why he's leaving. He just can't. Guys. Oh, there it No, goes. the video is really uncomfortable and they're all sitting around. I hate the video. <laughs> sitting around like They're all sitting him. around and they all look sad. It's really sad. So but he's I leaving Pentatonics. Like, usually when people leave groups, it like doesn't matter. But don't they have like a very, isn't like acapella? Don't they need him? Which part does he sing? Uh, he's the... No! So how are they going to have the... And I read something about him maybe doing solo, which it's like, what the hell is that solo album? <laughs> it's insane. Comes out with a he's solo the bass. album and it's just him being like... Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, the funniest thing about... The funniest thing about Pentatonix videos... Also... This video of them, the thumbnail of this Pentatonics I Quit video that has almost 4 million views, looks like they're all about to admit to a crime. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we we were the stars in a very long-running freeform series, and uh, you've been waiting seven seasons to find out who the murderer is. Guess what? It was all of us. We all murdered. We all did it. We all did it. They all look like they're about to admit guilt. I guess his reason for leaving is he can't keep up with the pace of celebrity. What pace? Well, you know, the pace of their It's been hard for me not to see my friends or family. I thought it, he was getting a solo album. It's one of those really sad things because in all their videos, they focus on the people who are doing, you know, the, the lead. They focus on the lead vocalists, right? They focus on the people who are like singing the lyrics. But every yeah. once in a while, they... The best part of a Pentatonix video is the pity shot of like him or the other guy who yeah. do the like noises. Let me let me play. Hold on. Jolene, 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 he's he's the low voice. Yeah. Wait here here ready here he goes. That's him. Do you hear the? Is he doing some throat stuff? Yeah, some throat he's, work. He's yeah. like the. Okay. I'm just also mad that, like, they won a Grammy for, like, a song that they literally just, like, took from Dolly Parton and put their bad voices on. Okay, so before we get into Rita, I have a little quick little game to play with Lindsay. What? Based on, based on Eurovision. <gasps> oh. 
want to see how well you know Eurovision I historically. I don't know it that well. I'm only, I'm a, I'm a Okay, new... well, let's see if you can guess. Let's see if you can just guess. Okay, I'm a new listener. I'm a new So what launcher. I'm going to do, it's a lot like the game we played with Spencer, and we played, we played it with Debbie as well. So let's just, let's just start out. So I'm going to start out okay. with, in 2016, Ukraine won, Jamala won. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you four options of her song title. You already talked about this. So you I already probably talked know about it. it. Okay. But one of them is right. The other three are fake. Okay. So you just, you just like want to tell me. You just want to tell me the ones you made up. Go ahead. One truth and three lies. Yes. Okay. Okay. Was Jamala's song in 2016, 1944, 1969, <laughs> 1912, or 1926? The first one. 1944. Correct. Ding, okay. ding, ding. Okay. Yeah. It was about the war. Where is your mind? Humanity cries. You think you are God, but everyone dies. Don't swallow my soul. Our souls. Okay. The war on drugs. Just kidding. The war. The, the second one. The 2013. Austria won. Wait, when? Conchi- what year? 2013. When oh, Conchita okay. won. Oh, man. Conchita's big year. Okay, okay. Was okay. Conchita's big song called The Wings of an Eagle? <laughs> Rise Like a Phoenix. Uh huh. An unbreakable heart, uh-huh. or refuse to be ashes. B. Rise like a phoenix. Correct. You got That's it right. It's a great song. It's a great song. From the fading light I fly, rise like a phoenix, out of the ashes seeking rather than vengeance. This is the year I, rem- I started paying attention to uh, Eurovision. Okay, what year? 2012. <laughs> Classic. Sweden. <laughs> oh. Laureen won. Remember Laureen? <gasps> yeah, I love this song. <laughs> What's the song called? Ecstasy? No. Exhilaration? No. Euphoria? Yes. Or elation? Euphoria. Euphoria, Euphoria yes. Euphoria. They had it at karaoke. Yeah, and we Kelly sang was it. obsessed with it. It was so it's good. So okay. Good. <laughs> Because that's you got into Eurovision because that song was so good. I remember because that like, song was great. You were like, wow, like Eurovision is producing like my favorite song of the year. Twenty eleven. Uh oh. Azerbaijan. Oh, I know this. Yeah. Ellie and Nikki won. Uh-huh. Ellie and Nikki won. Was yeah. their song called "Breaking Out," "Running Scared," oh. "Coming Home," oh. or "Seeing Stars"? It was A or B, I think. Okay, which one was it? Um, breaking out. B. You're right. It was "Running Scared." I need you. Now let's go to the 90s. The UK won. Oh, God, they never win also. The song was called Love Shine a Light. But who sang it? Oh, this is hard. Was it Katrina and the Waves? Karina and the Chavs? (laughs) Chriselle and the Beats? Or Ula and the Quacks. The first one. You're rude for those other ones, but it's the first one. Okay. Nineteen ninety eight, uh Israel. Also I'm great at this game. <laughs> okay. Israel won. The song was called Diva. Israel. <laughs> yeah. Israel. Um, <laughs> Thank you. So we have. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, 
was this was the group called Annie Unlimited, <laughs> the Esther Experiment, what Talia Independence, or Dina International? Wait, I have no idea, but this is awesome. <laughs> what all these answers? All these answers are good. Um, is it Dina International? It's Dina International. <gasps> Dina International is so good. <laughs> so good. Dina International is like the name that stood out when I was looking through the like the Excel sheet on Wikipedia of all uh. the past winners. Okay. Well, there's a lot of good ones. We're moving back in time. Okay. We're moving back in time. We have four left. You've gotten all of them right, by the way. I know. I'm like extremely good at this game. Okay. 1990, Italy won. Okay. The song was called... No, wait. The group was called Tot Cutogno. Okay. What was the song called? Okay. It was 1990. Uh Uh-huh. Was it called Infranto, 1991? (laughs) Was it called Insieme, 1992? Was it called... Speranzoso, 1990. Or was it called Spaventato, 1993? I have no freaking idea. <laughs> is it the... Is it D? No. It okay. was B. NCMA, 1992. What does that even mean? I don't know. So I looked up... So it's called Together, 1992. Okay. And the other ones, I just use other words. that. So I used... I used the opposite. So I used Broken, which was Infranto, 1981. Very And then good. I did... Wow, uh, really I made up one called... This. Speranzoso, which was hopeful, and then I made one called Spaventato, which was called, which means scared. Wow, you did a great job. Did you know there's like a song? I don't know if this is in your quiz, but there's a song that a woman made called Facebook. Did you come across that song at all? No. And they made her change it to social media. Anyways, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) That's like an iconic Eurovision moment. Okay. 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 So there's a song out there called Social Media. We're going back. We're going back in time to 1959. So here we go. Okay. France won. Uh His name was Andrew Claveau. Uh. Was the song called Doors, Mon Amour? Was it called Choisir, Diwi? Was it called Allons, C'est Bon? Was it called Choisir La Vie? Uh, the third one, because it's funny. No, it was the first one. It was Door, Door, Mon Amour. Oh my God. Door, Mon Amour, protégé par mes bras qui entourent ton sommeil. These last two are my favorites. Okay. So. Okay. We got some onomatopoeia happening here. Okay, okay, okay. 1973. The band was called Teachin. They're from the Netherlands. <laughs> really? Was their song called Ding a Dong, Jingle Jangle, Clicky Clack, or Clang a Lang? Clicky Clack. It's Ding a Dong. No! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> It uh, won? It won. Okay. It um, won the whole thing? Okay. 1969. Okay. The UK okay. won. The band was called Lulu. Was the song called Bam Clap Clap? <laughs> swoosh Swishy Swish? <laughs> Boom Bang a Bang? Or Honk Hootie Hoot? No. <laughs> the last one. It was Boom Bang a Bang? No. 
I got a lot of them. You got six right. You got the last four wrong. Can I play for you um, Valentina Moneta's Facebook? Uh oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is San Marino's entry for 2012. Okay. <laughs> this is what fitness is what your vision is. I am ready for the letter chat. And I sung about the internet. It's a story by the social door. Are you dying? <laughs> Facebook. Turn it off. Turn it off. Okay. Wait, so. Also, then, so then it got changed for the performance to the social network song. <laughs> it made it to the semifinals. Okay, um, let's we have to do Rita. Facebook, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> what was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? We should enter What's Rita Up To into Eurovision as America's first. Oh my God, that would win. Katie and the Who's. <laughs> Katie and the Who's. Katie and Eric. Katie and Eric of the Who's. I mean, now that they have um, Julius, he can like be on the drums or something. <laughs> be so cute. Oh, so... little family, family Eurovision. Who would they represent? Greece. States. Oh, Metabolus, yes. Katie would move to Greece for one year and then enter as Greece. Katie moved to Greece, Katie. sing an extended version of What's Rita Up To and win it all. Win it all. That's true. She would Go win on it. tour. Um, so... We would sue her, though, and make her change the name. So. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be called What's She Up To? What's She Up To? <laughs> Facebook. Okay, um, go. <laughs> what's her... What is she up to? Um... <laughs> Not as catchy. Um, so Rita is, this is a very exciting time to be a Rita Ora fan. I mean, as if it's not always an exciting time to be a Rita Ora fan. When is it not exciting to be a Rita Ora fan? <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's an exciting time to be a fan of Rita Ora's music because she's about to release a song. Like a full-fledged, she released that Fifty Shades of Grey song, fuck that, no one cared. Here's she's my thing She's about to release though. a full-fledged single written by Ed Sheeran. I'll believe it when I hear it. May 26th. Lindsay, May it's 26th. on my calendar. It's on the calendar. The best thing about this is because the way this was revealed was because one of her fans, I guess, just DM'd her on Instagram and was like, when are you releasing new music? And Rita responded not with text. Like, she sent, like, an image <laughs> that said... It wasn't even a cover, like, a single cover art. Like it was just an date. image that said uh, the, the name of the song, and then it said May 26th. And then the fan tweets it like, I'm screaming. Rita just DM'd me her new single release date. Um, I'm screaming. It's been written by, it was written by Ed Sheeran. It's called I Your can't. Song. It it's means the it song. Like, might be it's good. It's the song. It's the song that they talked about recently, remember? You can tell everybody. He wrote, he wrote 
heard this song a while ago and she didn't release it and now she's finally releasing it wait oh it's that song it's that song oh that's so funny from the daily mail article so they literally brought back the song they already wrote together they brought back the song my favorite a new song okay my favorite quote from this she says i wanted people to really hear my voice which is just a good which is just a good quote like i haven't heard never really heard her voice before fair 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 exactly also uh, a painting of Rita Ora sold for 20,000 euro. Euro? Pounds? Um, dollars? Side note, I'm 20,000 euros poorer. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby was going to buy a house, but a Rita Ora painting went on sale. <laughs> uh, the painting is hideous, by it's the way. Not cute. It's, it's not cute. It's disgusting. It's not cute. Let's just it's say the, really money, the money earned goes to charity. So really, there's some oh, well, ulterior motives happening. At least someone wins. All right. What's next? What's after this? What am I clicking um, on here? She, people assume that she was dating Brooklyn Beckham. I don't believe it. Lirita Ora, as we have described, is like known as a fun person. So other people like right. to like hang out with her. Brooklyn Beckham was like, oh, I want to have like a fun night with my pal Rita. And so like she showed him a fun night. She's not dating him. She's, She's not, not dating, dating him. Brooklyn Beckham. Rita Ora, just people love hanging out with Rita Ora. She's a fun girl. She's a fun girl tabloid. So quit yeah. starting bad rumors. Yeah. My favorite story of the week. Oh, I mean. Is. Um, I clicking on it just gets me excited. So the headline is, don't look down. Oh, God. Rita Ora keeps a low profile and loose fitting shirt and baseball cap as she heads to a tanning salon in Notting Hill. Dot, 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 before being met with a nasty surprise on the way. This is art. So it's, it's, this it's is a Pulitzer truly Prize. art. This is Pulitzer Prize winning. Uh, so Rita's been into very, like, oversized clothes lately. And so you think, like, oh, it's just, like, another story about Rita being in an oversized top that's very long and loose-fitting. No. So it's a story about Rita Ora walking down the sidewalk and looking down as a King Charles Spaniel is Takes a shit. taking a shit right next to her. And it's just her looking sort of quizzically down at this dog who is squatting and literally shitting. And the, and all the captions are good. So we've got, not amused. The former America's Next Top Model host was sure to sidestep where the animal was crouching to excrete. I'm sorry. The animal was crouching to excrete. Like your, your thesaurus got like a huge, lot of work happened with the thesaurus at that one. <gasps> the animal was crouching to excrete. The animal um, was crouching to exte- excrete. I felt a little bad for it, but she didn't step in it. Who cares? It's just, like, so funny. It's so funny because it's, like, literally this whole article is perfect. It's been made from this one shot that somebody got of a dog pooping in front of slightly Rita Ora. Not even in front of her, like, to the side of her. There's a great caption of her. It says, what a drag. Thankfully, Rita made it in time for her tanning appointment, regardless of any fortunate distraction with the spaniel. (laughs) just pooped near her. It just pooped near her. It just pooped near her. Um, oh, how dare you? And poop that's near it. Her. That's kind of <laughs> never poop near Rita Ora. Oh wait, I ne- I didn't do my apology for saying that Chris Pine was in um, Snowpiercer. Oh my god! But you know what? He was. Um, now I know. Now you know. Now we know. That's fine. Uh, and I think that's it for this week. That's it. We've gone long. We've gone too long. You're gonna have a fun time editing this. <gasps> Well, so here we are at the end. Thank you so much to uh, The Who's for the Rita theme song. I can't wait for your entry into Eurovision. We will definitely vote for you. If we can vote, we can't vote because you're United States of America. Um, 
thank you for listening and continuing to rate and review us on iTunes. It means a lot to us and the show. Thank you for continuing to buy our merch. We're seeing like all over the place. You're sending us photos. We're like, every time I see one, it makes me happier than before. Um, I love it. And I'm so glad that you guys are like loving the hats and we'll definitely do more of that stuff um, soon. And what else is there? I think that's it. That's it. Stay tuned for Thursdays. Who's there? And we'll see you then. Uh, Lindsay, on Thursday, that's when you're going to apologize for Chris Pine. Okay. I'm going to make you give it the A block. Oh, eat me. Okay, bye. 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 You will drive Yeah. Yeah. They want to know. It just pooped near her. It just pooped near her. That was a headgum podcast. We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason, too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Mm. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots, huge. On the line dancing huge difference. floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to Mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. (laughs) No pain. And Tacovas is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets the perfect jeans performance pearl snaps cowboy hats bandanas you name it they'll get you outfitted they believe in western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores when you walk in you'll be greeted like family i saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of potomac it seemed like they were being greeted like family you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink yes even the hard stuff if you prefer and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots but if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west.